0: Steve finds in the house.
1: Good morning.
0: How are you doing? Oh, well. I uh, couldn't possibly say. So far, so good. He's been shy today. Check us out on <laughs> Facebook Live on our Morning Brew Facebook page for a few minutes, anyway, to see how beautiful Steve really is. Hey in the lukewarm light of day. <laughs> in the lukewarm light of this studio. Well, Steve, it seems that everything is now a police matter. Somebody nicks a few papers, it's a police yes. matter. Somebody chucks some spam at somebody, it's yes. a police matter. Yes. And so it goes on. And that's just in LegCo. And that's just in here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, um, what made me laugh is um, you're referring to the fact that, that um, Lan Kwok Hong snatched some papers from... Oh, we
0: also chuck some,
1: some Span, spam. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's a chucker. He's a chucker. Let's, that let's was brilliant. <laughs> oh, the old ones are the best. Yeah. Um, we'll glance over that. Boom, boom. boom. Thank you very right, much. Thank you. Um, but um, what made me laugh this week was the the pro government camp said oh, we, we've got some compromise proposals to stop filibustering. The compromise proposals consist of chucking people out of Fleschko. And, um, and and, and new, new orders for limiting debates on topics and um, new rules on when and when you can't um, raise suspension of the meeting. Um, actually, if that's the compromise proposals, I wonder what the, <laughs> what the extreme proposals are for um, solving this. I mean, the, the, the core problem, the reason that LegCo is in turmoil... Is, is not because of the rules of procedure. I mean, give me a break. Well, it not much cra- has happened, really. No, well, not much <laughs> has happened, but it's nothing to do with the rules of procedure. The rules of procedure are to facilitate the, the proceedings of the legislature. Yeah. The problem is the legislature itself is broke. That's the problem. And it's reflected by, you know, by the way people carry on. Now... If you're asking me, is this a dignified and fantastic way of conducting a legislature,
0: I'd have to say, don't think so. It's great popcorn and hot dog time, though, for us,
1: isn't it? Not bad, not bad. You can sit there and watch. Um, <laughs> you, you can, in fact, even get a live stream of it on, on nothing less than RTHK, if you're, it, if you're so inclined. Can you imagine?
0: Yes. Oh, yes, I think I, I'll watch that now.
1: Yes. Although hey, it's getting juicy. I've got, I've got a couple of hours to spare this. We'll fill it in. Yeah, no kidding. Um but so there's, there's that 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 delightful and enduring possibility. But even if you're not doing that, um, you might just sit back and say, you know, the problem with this thing is the whole system is really broke. You know, the people who win the majority of the votes never get the majority of the seats in this place. That it's filled up with 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 people who who can get there precisely because they express the fat, the, the frustration. Of of particularly young people in Hong Kong who, who are really fed up, so they they send people into Legco who, who you know they want them to chuck things, they want them to to, to shake things. In for a penny, that's not a majority. It's a small minority. Well, yeah. well, it's not small. It's a significant minority. I think is more accurately described. But the fact of the matter
0: is that it does have a job to do, and it's very very difficult to get that job done what I mean we'll talk, we're talking the space of a few weeks I mean in my whole time in Hong Kong there's been more hoo-ha in LegCo than ever yeah um, and then people that's
1: because the, the, you, you, you know that's because the man who's just come back from Peru I think he's called CY Leung. He might be called something else. Says he's going to... Continue, he's the man from Del Monte. <laughs> he's going to continue. <laughs> he says no. Continue his work yeah. of, of building consensus in what? Hong Kong. Just, please explain <laughs> that. I, I mean... Please explain says, that. He says, I've been encouraged by Xi Jinping to continue my work building consensus. I... I have no idea what he means. And to be fair, neither does he. I wonder what so it means conventionally. Up, when st- well, what it usually means is trying to find compromises. I mean, this is a consensus. man whose idea of a compromise is,
0: put him in jail and we'll talk to him. Yeah. I mean, when they start using words like pragmatic, that's the worst one. Yeah, the all these spineless, yes, weasley words. Yeah, but build get- a consensus. What I mean, if you were, if you were an English teacher...
1: It does, funnily funnily enough, have a meaning. But it's so devalued by politicians. It's it's what we used to call, in plain old English, agreement. Agreement? Um, Yeah, building an agreement. But that's not going to happen. That's why we're in this, too. By virtue of compromise, I think that's usually what building a consensus is. But that's why we're in this situation. Well, I mean, (laughs) the idea that CY Leung is spending his waking hours building consensus. I mean, this is the man who won't even speak... To uh, members of the opposition. So, one of the ways you build a consensus is you engage in dialogue. He won't even do that. But he says that the boss, you know, Mr. Xi, has said to him, you know, carry on with your good work building consensus. And by the by, I mean, you know, this is, we're back in Hong Kong in the old days of criminology when, you know, it used to be all that man Brezhnev's eyebrows have got shorter. That means that there isn't going to be a nuclear attack on, on Ruritania this month.
0: I must ask you about this. Every time anybody goes upstairs, there's this big sort of uh, post-mortem about, you know, and John Jung smiled. John yes. Jung's little finger did, went did, up. And did
1: he smile for one second? Was it 14 is seconds? This, is this
0: nonsense? It, it's just... Or, or, or is it the way things are done?
1: Well, I think in a society where transparency is so, so missing... You, you you grasp at straws. I mean, it's, it is like the days of the old Soviet Union. It wasn't that friendly Leonid Brezhnev would come out and give a full briefing to the press of his inner thoughts. You, you'd have to look at his face going, oh, he looks really upset today. That's very bad for world peace. Yeah. And in, in in this case, I mean, this is about the personal ambition of a small group of people who shall remain nameless. That would be C.Y. Leung, uh, Regina Ip. <laughs> The words ambitious and Regina Ip go together rather, rather neatly, I would say, John Jung... Um, and AN and others um, who are waiting for the blessing, you know, the, the, the mantle of heaven to be thrust upon their shoulders to see whether or not they can run in the race. Uh, but, I mean, the way it's covered, I, it really does depress me. You know, it's covered as, well, you know, they had, uh, Mr. Xi and Mr. Lung had a 45-minute meeting. Now, that's that's 3.725 nanoseconds longer than a meeting he once had you with know, the you Central
0: kn- Drains Inspectorate of Wuhan Province. You know, if you if you sort of look at things Asian, it, it, it could be said that uh, a lot of times uh, this, this means that, and this means, it's a way, it's a way of doing well, stuff.
1: that's what, that is, that is what is claimed, and as I say, with a lack of transparency, you grasp at what there is yeah. rather than you know what there might be, and what there is ain 't much yeah so I think genuinely the situation is that the bosses haven 't decided whether to um, give c y another another four years because he 's been so brilliant in his current administration or whether to give it to who knows I, I do say genuinely who knows because although we do know some of the leading contenders. In the same way that it was a total
0: surprise. Do we though, Do we? Are they contenders? They're people well, who I said. Well, I
1: don't. No, that's what I'm saying. We don't actually know. So you know, in the same way as people were very, very surprised when Donald Jung suddenly had the mandate of heaven thrust upon his shoulders, nobody thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Exactly the same surprise. But it won't do that again. Will again. <laughs> no, probably not, because he'll be in jail. Yeah. Uh, I'm not prejudging
0: it don't don't accuse me of sub whoops if you want to join in with us today do check out our morning brew facebook page because i've got steve's ugly beautiful mug live and we're videoing and doing all can that we take the letter D- yeah take the letter <laughs> uh, just pop up a comment there if you've got anything yeah. to say anything you would like us to talk about so are we just wasting our time is this just good old media keeps the media boys busy well this one.
1: It's, it 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 also it maintains the illusion that next year there's going to be an election now, there isn't going to be an election next year. There'll be a C election next year after the rubber-stamped have rubber-stamped. So, so we is, know the big,
0: is the big deal right now getting the, the big people deal now, The big
1: deal now is what will the bosses tell the, the, the flag-wavers to vote for. In that committee of 1,200 people who comprise the sole electorate for the chief executive, there is a built-in, absolutely reliable majority of people who will do whatever they're told. Even though in in this year there is round the edges some chance that people will be put onto the election committee as a result of genuine elections, remember there are elections to the election committee yeah. I know we 're getting into deep waters Well, that 's the, the thing that's, that's there the is a juicy bit of one. That. so there is a, a real bit of elections, but remember that for most of the people on that committee they they go in there unopposed or they 're selected by this massive. Um, you know, the 60 people who represent Hong Kong's enormous fishing and
0: agricultural industry. It's funny, because somebody has said exactly that bit of sarcasm yesterday.
1: (laughs) You can't help but notice it. You can't help, you know, the Hong Yee Cook have got more representatives and you and I have had hot cups of tea. I don't want to be telling them not to. No, no, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is... That, that at the end of the day, whatever happens in the mini-elections to the few sectors where there are genuine elections, the bulk of the people there will do will do what they're told. Even people who don't like C.Y. Leung, if the bosses say to them, he's our boy, they'll go, C.Y. Leung, fantastic, let's vote for him. And do you know, you know... It's like that that old joke about the you know they're all sitting around over the fu- after the funeral and they're trying to think of something nice to say about the deceased and then suddenly find somebody finally pops up and says well you know he's not as bad as his brother <laughs> <laughs> and that's the kind of you know that's the kind of enthusiasm with which CY Leung is is treated even by his so-called allies.
0: How can we? He doesn't have
1: any friends. He's got a few allies.
0: How can we um, sit here saying all this stuff? when, on Thanksgiving Day, we are reminded of the Electoral College. <laughs> yes. Which none of us get either. Yeah, well...
1: Uh, is, is that an unfair... Co- is that a stupid comparison? I, I, I wouldn't say it's a stupid one, but, I mean, it, it's unfair only in the sense... You're talking about the American Electoral yeah, College. Yeah, which we don't get, yeah, understand which don't, either. Which we don't get. But, I mean, you know, that that's the system that allowed Hillary Clinton to get more votes than Donald Trump, yet was trounced. As was Al the, Gore. As was Al Gore in... Well, actually... Clinton got more votes than Al Gore, oh, if sure, I'm not... Whatever. Anyway, tomato, tomato, potato. But, <laughs> but the point is, yet, didn't, of course, get the mandate to become president because that's not how the system works. Yes. So the, the difference there, though, is our electoral system has 1,000 Two hundred people voting. The American system, I believe, has oh, I, you're just forty being something now. million people just involved in it. Okay. Um, so you know, there's a few more people involved.
0: Um, maybe they should fix that. But hey, that's well, so listen, far above my pay grade. I'm not not going to go there. This is something that you staunch. Red sweater wearer might say, "You can't criticise our way of doing things. Look at your electoral college." Yes, they could. Well, I know that. Yes, they (laughs) could. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
1: And, and as I always say to those people, you know, dream on, dream on. What what you what you can't get around is that at the end of the day, even though democratic votes produce some real, real poor examples of outcomes, you can get rid of them. and you can get rid of them without having a riot. Mm. And that isn't a small difference. That's the huge dividing line, size of the Pacific Ocean that divides those two systems. So if these people are going to whinge on about, ooh, you know, American system, no good. They elect Donald Trump. Well, I have some sympathy with that. I'm not the biggest fan of Donald Trump on the planet.
0: Mind you, he's backtracking on loads of he's his He's
1: backtracking on loads of things, and I don't know what he's going
0: to do about the hair, but uh, we'll, we'll have to see whether that's going to be backtracked as all well. All right, well, on Backchat this morning, backtrack to backchat, hey, hey, um, they back- talked about Disney... And so you, you've got four minutes on it.
1: I've got four minutes. Well, right now. But we int- don't
0: care about Shanghai Disney at all. It doesn't matter. It's not going to stop well, any of Well, I'm episodes. worried about Hong Kong
1: Disneyland. Remember, this is the project. They're going to now pour in, what is it, another $5.8 billion. You know, people go, oh, it's only $5.8 Well, you give me $5.8 and I'll tell you it's not a small sum of money. Yeah. This is a very large sum of money. It's going to be matched by some funding from Disney itself. But what is the scandal of this project? Do you remember... It's been going for ten years. It's only made money in three of the ten years. So it's lost billions of dollars over that period of time. Number two, people just don't seem to understand why it doesn't matter to the Disney Corporation. Because the way they've structured the deal, when they negotiated with Donald Jung and Mike Rouse and all these people who they must have seen coming into the room from 300 miles and they couldn't believe their luck, they, they did a deal under which they would take royalties from the park, regardless of whether it was made money made, or not. Yeah. They'd take 10% off the top of, of goods sold in the park, regardless of whether that was profitable to the company overall. And they'd get a percentage of the operating profit. Not the gross profit, not not the net profits. Well, as most people who are in business know, the operating profit isn't the real profit of the company. That's the profit, you know, before you get down to the real stuff. So they can't lose money on this deal,
0: Disney. But You said that when it opened. I'm sure yes, you said that when it opened. I, I, I'm <laughs> a
1: long-time observer of this. Now, my estimate is that the government has poured in something like... This is an extraordinary sum of money. Something like $30 billion into this project. And the way they dressed it up when they sold it to the public, they said, oh, well, we'll pay more or less half and Disney will pay just under half. So they will get, I I think originally it was 42% of it and we will get 45% of it because we've more or less put in the same money. The reality is... The government paid for all the infrastructure, all the surrounding stuff that made Disney possible. The only investment that Disney made was in the actual attractions themselves. It's like you saying, I'm going to build a house, but you pay for the plumbing, the electricity, the land clearance, etc., etc. As though somehow it's not part of the cost. Of course it's part of the cost. So my estimate is Disney actually paid something like 10% of the capital cost of this project, and they've ended up now, I think it's with 47% of the equity. Great deal for Hong Kong, and because it keeps losing money, the government's come up with an absolutely brilliant scheme. Let's sink some more
0: into it. Yeah. Well, just before we go to news, the big issues here are as I, I was taking the mickey. But yeah, we obviously are worried about Shanghai Disney and Steve.
1: Not just Shanghai Disney. Every no, town no, no, but in this China. One. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. But but it is relevant oh. because every big town in China now has some sort of theme park. So there's loads Universal, of competition all those, out there. Yeah. All sorts.
0: Yeah. And also, we do seem to be hanging our hat on this playground. Yeah. I mean, it's like Hong Kong's got nothing else to offer except for Mickey Mouse. And Steve Vines. (laughs) We'll be back after the news. Steve Vines, part two. If you've got any comments or questions for Steve today, go to our Morning Proof Facebook page and just slap it up there, because we're living it this morning. Now, let's talk about Jobs for the Boys Brigade. Yes.
1: Well, not so much jobs as buildings for the boys, I think. So here you have... And it's our good friend, Mr Lao Kong again. You remember, he's now... I think he's called the Home Affairs Minister or something bizarre like that. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a title all of his own. But basically, he was the bloke who got—who was a DAB um, politician, got, got voted out at one of the elections. That was one of those... Bits of the election which unfortunately couldn't be controlled and the great unwashed were allowed to participate in it. So he got voted out and after being voted out was wafted directly into the Lan Ying administration to take control of this, this home affairs. Who um, So he has used this position in a number of ways, um, all of which have been very marvellous, may I say. But, but lately there have been some questions. For example... He's now given the second building after a complete open fair and blah, blah, blah Mm. um, tendering process to a patriotic paramilitary organisation for youth who who are going to occupy a school in Quarry Bay. A lot of organisations with a much longer um, lineage than, than this new, newly
0: formed patriotic youth mob... But is, is, had, is, the, is um, the thing here, Steve, who's at the front of the queue, or the fact that these things exist in the first place?
1: Well, I think it's both. I mean, I'm slightly worried about this, mm. you know paramilitary uniformed organisations of flag wavers we have seen this in other societies I'm not going to mention which but I think the listener may well be aware of other societies where youth brigades and youth organisations yes of a certain brown tinge yes, yes indeed, or indeed a certain red tinge at one stage um, um were not perhaps what we want to see in Hong Kong. But, you know, they do they do their job of indoctrination,
0: and I'm sure that a good time is had by all. But once again, how do these differ? And apart from the Communist Party, blah, 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 but how, and the PLA, of course, uh, how do these differ from things like the Boys' Brigade and the Air Cadets and all that sort of stuff well, that I we think, see all over the world? I, I
1: think it's the added politics. I think I, it is. I, I think that's what it is. I mean, you, you're quite right. I mean, it's not as though... I mean, you've got the St John's ambulance. You've got a whole... A whole host of organisations that put kids in uniform. Yeah. I might even have been the Cubs myself. Well, was I was very in the early Cubs, day. you see, and that was great I got fun. chucked out. <laughs> That's we, another story. Did you really? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, for misbehaviour. But um, so I got a grudge. But um, it was we, your Mosley
0: badge that did it, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah,
1: certainly not. <laughs> um, but um, the uh, fact of the matter is, it is a heady combination putting young impressionable children in mm-hmm. a uniform it's and speaking. then and then you know giving them the party line and make no mistake about it that's what this is all about
0: yeah. is you know the party line and when line. they say army Steve, there is only one army around these parts well, these days uh, it's true
1: and, and and of course they they get the um, they get the the actual army the people's liberation army involved in the activities of these organizations they come and give talks and blah 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 so what we're seeing here is, I think, something slightly untoward, and I'm down downgrading that as an expression. But even more worrying immediately is the fact that you know this 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 simple override because of politics, this simple overriding of established procedures of how you do things. Mm. So you have a public uh, a set of public premises up for tender to voluntary organisations. And the people who rush to the head of the queue are those with the reddest yeah. flags. Well, you know, if that's how things are now going to be done, if you have to demonstrate your patriotic credentials to operate in a public space, that
0: that's not a good thing. It's adding to the whole list of things. Mm. The interesting thing is also that when people involved officially... Like in the important people here in their day jobs, do one thing, but then they say, Well, after five o'clock, I'm a scoutmaster or whatever yes. the heck it is. There's no conflict of interest, yes. there's yeah. no intent, there's no anything. But yeah. if this was a business deal, people would be going to court by now, surely. Yes.
1: But well, you know, there's another thing that happened this week as well, which is, which is similar to that. They all, um, by they all, I mean Lan Chong Ying and all his ministers and all the people from the liaison office, trooped off to the DAB's fundraising dinner in Wan Chai. Now, you may say, well, why shouldn't they go there? Well, i tell you why they shouldn't go there. Because they're not supposed to be a member of a political party. Hmm. It's all right for uh, Donald Trump Assuming anybody would invite him to a Republican event, because he, you know, he ran on the Republican ticket. I know he and the Republican Party don't necessarily mates; they're, they're not absolutely
0: the bestest of mates. But you could understand the logic of him going to
1: a Republican Party
0: fundraiser. I'm just looking at some language here, Steve. Just let me read out. This is what I'm getting at. Um, from an RTHK News article, wh- whenever it came out, the Home Affairs Bureau said on Monday evening that th- that Lau is not connected to the Cadets Association in any official capacity, so there is no conflict of interest. The Bureau said it decided to let the group to use the school site because it scored well on various criteria in its application. Yeah, so, official I- capacity, non-official capacity? Yeah. Are you well, connected or not?
1: That's what I'm saying. Uh, y- you know, I mean, he he, he either unless we're now going to rewrite history to such an extent that nothing is supposed to be remembered... But, you know, he was, he was a very, very active member of the DAB. Mm-hmm. He's very clearly part of a political organisation. The fact that he, he swapped his tie and went into the government after being defeated in an election, I don't think meant that he severed his connections with the leftist movement in
0: Hong Kong. Well, this comes back time and time again, but the other end of the scale, when these boys leave these jobs in property and then in government, you know, and yes. then they get a job in property private sector. Yes, Yes. Well, well, even more specifically... And they will have privileged information. Even more specifically, the people in the planning department
1: who, of course, authorise what the private sector property organisations are allowed and not allowed to do. There is is a road they cross, and it's a
0: very narrow little stream of a road. Let me ask you this. There are lots of stories like this coming out at the moment. Now, if the public wasn't so deeply, deeply suspicious of everything, would this Boys' Brigade thing just slip by as not a big issue well, or maybe it wouldn't happen or maybe it maybe wouldn't they happen. wouldn't get the preferential no
1: that's what i'm saying maybe in 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 a, a society where the government literally was the neutral arbitrator between uh, various members of the citizenry maybe this wouldn't happen and the the fact that it is happening tells you about the thought process of the government and just coming back i don't want to harp on to it But just coming back to this DAB fundraising dinner, which incidentally, needless to say, they they raised squillions of dollars. Again, you've got the full force of the government and liaison office coming out to support one political party in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. As I say, it wouldn't be objectionable in the slightest if, for example, C.Y. Leung had run for office, not that he did run for office, but in the unlikely event that he had to face an election, and he'd run under their flag, I'd say, good luck to you, mate. You know, go to their fundraiser. You're, You're a member of the party, go for it. I would say that to Zhong Jung who also turned up there, Carrie Lam, who also turned up there, the head of the liaison office who turned up there. I mean, the list is very long. Hmm. The fact of the matter is that if they turned up to all of the political party fundraisers, and incidentally, this is the sort of thing that used to happen in the Hong Kong government, precisely because... They didn't have an elected government. The officials felt they ought to go to all the political parties and and somehow um, express support for the fact that the political parties were functioning. Now that doesn't happen. It's all focused on one political party. Incidentally, there are other members of the
0: pro-government camp, supposedly, like the Liberal Party. They don't get any of these people turning up at their fundraisers. I think the scary thing these days is the stories that you're talking about, one of many, many these days, we just go, oh, it's business as usual. It shouldn't be business as usual. go to a comment from brian who says and do you think that in australia or u.s they don't do the same contracts for republicans and friends of trump will be coming in loads actually brian i saw an article about this on al jazeera this morning people are all still uh, sorry already questioning his behavior yes.
1: but here's the difference and and i'm not going to um have come all the way from Sai Kung this morning <laughs> to, to say nice things about donald trump but here's the difference in the american system yeah When you do get jobs for the boys, friends for the boys, contracts for the boys, etc., etc., you have a legislature, a two-tier legislature, with enormous powers to investigate those sorts of things, even if you don't control the legislature. Here, classically, and we have this example, we don't need to make it up, when you have this enormous scandal, over the development project of all um, Oh, yeah, what's the latest on that? Uh, <laughs> well, we haven't uh, even touched well, that. Well, <laughs> the, the latest on that is that when opposition legislators called for an investigation into it, it was just blocked by the pro-government camp. Mm. So here, the legislature is not allowed to perform its scrutinising role. This is the difference. It's not a small difference. It's an enormous difference. If um, Brian is saying... You know, there, there's a lot of wide boys and a lot of nasty stuff going on in other systems. Hey, I don't disagree with that for one moment. The question is, do you have the uh, means to redress it? In Hong Kong, they're being stripped away. They won't even discuss these things in the legislature. They use the bulk of the pro-government vote to block all these inquiries.
0: Did you reckon, back in 1997, that you would be experiencing, talking about, thinking about this kind of stuff today? Were you one of the cynics who went, yeah, the wheels are going to come off?
1: I I, I was... I've actually written all this stuff so people can look back at the record. But, I mean, I, I have to say, I wasn't that confident... I didn't it's think It's so things, unsophisticated, isn't I it? I know. I didn't think things would have quite reached the stage that they reached. I didn't think that. And, mm. you know, I'm not Mystic Meg. I don't know what happens in the future. But I, 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 cert, I wasn't... The complacent view was, at the time, oh, you know, Hong Kong is Hong Kong. Whatever happens, we'll get through it. It'll all be all right. It'll all be, you know, merrily sailing along... I didn't buy that idea. I thought that that people who come into the new system with bad intentions almost certainly will do bad things. Mm. And that's why, incidentally, you see these latest <coughs> opinion polls of so-called happiness in Hong Kong, where you've got these scary majority of people, not majority, yeah, it's almost one. a majority.
0: Young it people, is. they say.
1: Young people saying, you know what, I want to get out.
0: Is this uh, fixable? They won't get out. Is this fixable in so much as I think... The one time people really start to take notice in this part of the world is when various people get hit in the pocket, big businesses get lost and go to other countries and stuff. Is, is that where that, we're going? All of that,
1: yeah. But I, I also think people here are worried about Hong Kong society. They are worried about bringing up their kids in, in a in a free environment. They are worried about rule of law. I, I, I mean, I think it's over-cynical to say they're just worried about, you know whether they've got a dollar
0: less in their pockets. I really do. Let's just put a different spin. Go back to the (laughs) Disneyland thing for a minute. Now, I've got a message here from Steve, who might be taking the mickey, but uh, he said, I love Disneyland. It's going to be brilliant. Now, Steve might have a young family. He might have a young son who loves Spider-Man. Mind you, my youth has just gone down the toilet. Spider-Man at Disneyland. Anyway, he might have a young son or daughter, and he's like, yay, Daddy, let's go and see the new Disneyland. So we've got to give that.
1: (laughs) Hey! And my view is, it's like, you know, going to the movies or going to a restaurant. If it's so wonderful and so many people want to do it, why isn't it a commercial company? It's kind of simple. Mm. I mean, why is Hong Kong the only place
0: on the planet that has a nationalised Disneyland? Well, there's your question. Sensible answer to that one. What do you reckon?
1: Because we are led by suckers who were panicking, panicking, panicking in the aftermath of the financial crisis and wanted to, you know, prove that Hong Kong could, could get up some new scheme that would, would, would shake up the world because they're
0: obsessed by big projects they don't understand. But this is a theme park. This, this represents so much more than just a theme park these days. It's yeah. a blinking theme
1: park. And it's an American
0: theme park. <laughs> Let's go to an email from Alan. Good morning to Alan. He says, in Yung a year or two ago, Hong Kong Electric funded a building-roofed plaza to be used for community events. Oh, a roofed plaza, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Of course, it is administered by the local rural committee, which is, of course, 100% DAB, says Alan. Since then, various community groups have applied to use it all rejected... Only DAB-blessed organisations can use it. They built an ugly chain-link fence around it to keep the riffraff out so it's unused and locked up for 360 a year. A few weeks ago, Eddie Chu came to meet his constituents. We had to meet him outside in the courtyard in the front of the library. Yeah. Island life. Let's hear some more island stories, because this is where things just... you get away with them. (laughs) Go on. Island, rural areas.
1: I mean, this is an interesting and specific example of what we've been talking about, you know, if they'll give away whole buildings to patriotic organisations...
0: Which seems to be...
1: Which seems to be the case. Put under the control of the Hongi Cook and other rural interests which um, dislike democracy, you know, more than they dislike eating porridge,
0: all of those people are going to behave exactly as you expect them to behave, Mm. badly. Is it just those kind of people that give a hoot about these buildings anyway?
1: No. I I, I, I I honestly think there is this thing in Hong Kong where people do care. You know, people cared <laughs> about the... You know, they cared about the Star Ferry. They care about the, the, the fact that, that a lot of the iconic parts of Hong Kong are disappearing to make way for yet another shopping mall. I I, I do think this is something... I certainly hear it coming up a lot, and not from highly politicised
0: people by any any stretch of the imagination. Do you reckon this turnaround at LegCo over the past couple of months or so has really, really become, shall we say, the icing on the cake or the the catalyst or the turning point, whatever you want to say?
1: Well, I think thanks to those two idiots in Youngspiration, the the thing that was going to happen anyway, or most likely was going to happen, is going to be accelerated. So, you know, all the bad stuff we've been expecting, new Article 23 legislation, stepping up the use of the police to... To knock out civil, um, uh, civil disobedience and civil protest, all of that has has ranked up a notch. Yeah, but Steve, and these these idiots. I mean, you know, if if they're not in the pay of someone, they sure act like it. I mean, they don't spare a chance. Yeah, but to spare all, uh, a you, chance to gain suspicion, you know, something going wrong. I'll write a letter to Taiwan and complain. Well, look, something else nonsense. going wrong. I'll write a letter to Britain and ask them to intervene. She might just you know, be a numpty.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, it could that be that is simple, entirely with the best intentions in the world. Well, she might just not be the that. brightest not light not sure on the, the Christmas tree. the best intentions <laughs> in the world,
1: but numpty is a polite way of describing
0: Here's it. Here's the deal. If a lot of things have happened, some quite huge things have happened very recently, if all it took was two people messing around, which essentially they were doing, then it was going to happen anyway.
1: No, I, I don't disagree with that. It's just a question of how, where and when.